It is the Almond Gunner Experience Age Cube. Coach, we're here um, out at the beach. We're going to enjoy an opportunity to talk today. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of curious. I just feel like the wheels are turning this morning. Like, you got a lot cooking. Yeah, um, man. They're, 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 well, was, I mean, this was a week for a lot of things to cook. You know, we were coming in on the heels of the hurricane and, you know, and all of that stuff going on. Uh, so school was disrupted. Sports was disrupted kind of uh, in the state of Florida. Um, we had some big things happen. You know, Judd hitting number 62. I mean, like, like there's, a, there's a lot going on. And the weather shifted here in, in northeast Florida. <laughs> so you're and chilly, you know, Coach. Hey, you know how, man, I, do not, I don't even play with this cold weather. And people are they're excited. Oh, yeah, it was 55. Hey, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, but you dressed for it. Yes, sir. Oh, I look good now. Hey, matter of fact, those new pullovers came in, okay, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, I brought you. I yeah, hooked you up yeah, this morning. Yeah. I hooked you up with that new pullover, with feel that like age somebody loves pullover. You. Yeah, like somebody loves you, baby. <laughs> and uh, it feels good. So, yeah, there's a, there's just a lot. There's a lot happening. Um, but it's always great to be in the studio. Well, it's check out the age uh, social media, coaches social, social media, and make sure and pick up one of these pullovers. They are so tight really tight you know that's how we do it man you know all of our gear though you know we 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 create gear that that says you know we love you i think you tried to put me in a medium coach i did i did i thought <laughs> that's you what you i thought i tight? thought you like it tight <laughs> I, I didn't know but you know but we could we could exchange you <laughs> so. um so coach one of the things you mentioned is is judge hitting that uh 62 that was pretty yeah. cool um and uh, i'm not a a huge um, follower of, of the Yankees, but I've been to a couple of Yankees games uh, when I was working with uh, the boys over at Spectrum. Right, uh, right, uh, right. Nico, the Greek, right. took me to yeah. a couple of games yeah. on, a, on a project. We actually watched A-Rod uh, and A-Rod, you know, yeah. doing the same kind of thing, right? Right, and, right. And I remember sitting there and watching him and, and just the anticipation, is he going to hit the next one? And, right. Um, but it's, it's one of those uh, stories where, they ended up having to put that asterisk on there. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I think, you know, you know, if you're a Yankees fan, like a diehard Yankees fan, it is a big deal. I mean, you know, Maris had 61. He hit 62. Uh, for all intentional purposes, he, he's done it the right way, um, you know, by just, just showing up every day and, and putting in work. So I think that's huge. But I also think just for people in general, it's huge to realize that, you know, anytime you, you, you do something – that hasn't been done for a long time and you can look in the mirror and know that you've done it the right way, regardless of how the world reacts. I mean, you know, you know, it's kind of like my grandfather say, you know, when you go fishing and you release the fish, the fish know you caught him and you know, you caught him. That's all that really matters. So I think if you, if you're Aaron Judd, I mean, yeah, it's a big deal because you know that every day you showed up and you did what you told him you could do and that's work hard. Right. Um, so I think that's, I think that should be the message in that. It doesn't matter. You know, people go, well, he's the true, you know, single season King, you know, because of bonds and, and, and what McGuire did, but that doesn't even really matter in mm. this case. To me, what matters is, you know, this young man had a dream. He lived it out. He did the work, you know, he didn't ask for any favors. Um, and, and he made it happen. And, and, and just to be able to witness somebody do that, I think is big. But doesn't matter that he did it right. Yeah, you know, you know, for him it matters. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like, and, and I think that's what we have to do, right? Because we all get to define success for ourselves. 
that's the beautiful thing. Because again, you know, maybe if you're those guys that did it and, and you know that you use performing enhancement drugs in your head, you can go, well, I did it right. You know what I mean? I think that's the beautiful thing about success is that you get to decide it for yourself because um, people are going to say what they say. Uh, they always have something to say. But I think ultimately it boils down to you. How do you feel about what you accomplish? Uh, only you know, right? Uh, the mirror doesn't lie. And I think that's the real important thing. So uh, I, I had a, a friend. He's actually a, a professional athlete. He, he played uh, in the league and uh, we would always play competitive sports and, and, uh, even fishing or, you know, whatever it was, right. we were always competing. And, uh, and he always used to say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> you ever heard that one coach? I've heard that a million times. And I just say, you know, again, it's based on character, right? So if that's your character, I don't know. That ain't to the bedrock in coach's world, but if that's to the bedrock in your world, okay, go with it. I think at the ultimate, you know, for me, the ultimate thing is if you're not putting in effort and making good decisions and having a good attitude, then you ain't trying. You know what I mean? Uh, because those are things that you can control. Uh, if I got to cheat to beat you, it don't mean I'm really as good as I think I am. You know what I mean? That means that I don't really believe in me. And, and so for me, the word enthusiasm says it all. I am sold myself because that's what it really says. I believe in me, right? So if I got to cheat, that tells you I don't trust my training. I don't trust who I am as a person. I don't think that I can win this outright mm, now because the mirror doesn't lie. I'm going to know. At the same time, I do believe rules were made to be broken, Coach. I mean, you don't want to live in these boundaries that may actually be artificial. I mean, they're intended to have a purpose and to right. be a guideline, but sometimes you have to push the envelope. Well, I think you do. I think you have to press the envelope, but I, but I always say, but at what price? You know, the, the, there's always going to be a price to be paid, right? So to me, oh, you can push the envelope and still, still play within the integrity of anything. You know, I think you always have to risk, right? You risk nothing, you do nothing, you get nothing. But at the end of the day, those risks to me don't have to be without the integrity yeah. of it all. Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately – that that's really what it's going to come down to, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, when you say look in the mirror, you know, I also think get a good night's sleep. Like, like, you know, <laughs> if if you do it right, yeah, you you can sleep better at night. <laughs> okay, coach. There, there is no doubt about that. I mean, and, and you know what? And that's a real good point. That's a real good point. I I think that that I mean, hey, we've all been in those situations when we try to just stretch things a little bit and we might have got right there to the edge and go, that ain't, I don't know if that's the right way to do it. Man, you lose sleep. I mean, even just knowing that, okay, the next day I'm going to try to do this, but I really probably shouldn't do this, but I'm, I'm going to, man, you, you toss and turn all night. Well, you talk a lot sometimes about rework. It's, sometimes it's not even about your conscience. It's about having to now do all this additional work when you talk about the price that has to be paid and you, you think about the wisdom that has to go into maybe not doing it the right way or, or doing it the way that it should be done or right. whatever it is. You're having to do so much internal processing to try to problem solve this thing otherwise. Well, again, you're spot on. I mean, think about it, especially when we talk about sports and, and pushing the envelope of sports and, and say you step, you step without the realm of, of, of doing it with integrity, right? So let's say you hit 73 
you know that you you you've used performance enhancement drugs or whatever, right? The questions are coming. See, it's not just about okay, so I I I broke a record or I did something you know spectacular, but if I didn't do it the right way, eventually somebody's going to ask me. Like there's going to be questions that people are going to want to know. How are you able to do something that's never been done? I mean, and, and look, bro, you know how it is. That story keeps changing. <laughs> you know, it keeps changing. Now people dig a little bit different. You know, it's like my grandfather says, man, look, if, if, if you just do it right, the story never changes. You just If you just do it right. Because you, you say what you say, that, that's it. Um, so to me, just a rework of that and trying to always think about who I told what. And, ah, man, that, bro, that, that, that's a little bit too much work for me. And you know, Coach, I like simplistic beauty, baby. Simplistic beauty. Well, while we're on MLB, you're you're, uh, you're catching up with JY this morning. I yeah, yeah. Him. You know, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop this podcast. I'm gonna run up and spend spend a couple of minutes with him. Um, you know, f- for those of you who 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 listen to us and 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 follow us, you know that Jacob Young is is one of my favorite student athletes. He he now plays for the Washington Nationals. Um, you know, with the Fred Nats in their organization and. Uh, so this past Friday, I get a text from him saying, hey, look, I'm in D.C. and I'm, I'm, I'm receiving this award, like, you know, the best base runner of the year. Um, just amazing. I mean, for a kid who got him freshman year of high school, you know, then he, when he went off to Florida, he was only 150 pounds. And then all he did was break the SEC record for, for most consecutive hits and then he gets to the, to the Nationals and just continue to do what he's done. And this is a kid that's just a grinder. Uh, so to receive a message from him saying, hey, look, I'm, 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 I'm getting this award, but I wanted to thank you for always being there and believing in me. And, and now he's in town, literally just coming through town and say, coach, I just need to see you. Um, that to me is character. See, that to me, that kid's already won. Like yeah. he, he doesn't have to ever step one foot on a big league, you know, in a big league game uh, for the Nationals. But he's won. I mean, he, he realizes what's important. Um, he realizes who's important. Um, and he surrounds himself with, with the best people all the time. I mean, wow. like, if you go back and you look at this kid's story, <laughs> what you'll simply see is here's a kid that was just obsessed with doing it right. You didn't just call the Gators the best people, did you? Well, you know, I, I feel like you might have, you know, included the Florida Gator baseball man, program yeah. and and they were surrounding yourself with the best. Well, people I'll put coaches. it this way: Florida Gator baseball got better when Jacob Young showed up. How about that? When he showed up, it got it got better. Um, but just 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 yeah. a tremendous person, and to be able to. Um, still be someone that he reaches out to still be someone that he wants to hang out with. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You didn't forget about coach. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. um, which is the just best people coach. And, and that's now. the thing. And the thing is, is like when, when you mentor people, when you coach people, you're not doing it because you want them to always remember you. But I tell you what, it's great when they do, when they do. Yeah. So he doesn't, uh, he doesn't probably doesn't cut corners in life, but he he cut corners in in, in rounding bases. Oh, I mean, that, that, he, he makes it look like it's easy, coach. Oh, listen, he slices with a knife. Yeah, like he's a surgeon. Like you know, his, his thing is look, I'm gonna challenge you. I mean, I think that's I think that's the other thing about Jacob. He he challenges the pitcher, 
to have to pitch to him, but then he challenges the fielders to make a play. Yeah. And I like that. So and, cool. and he challenges hitters, hey, look, try to hit it in the gap. I'll go get it. But, but again, I think that's a testimony to his life. Well, I mean, he ought to be in here with the studio with well, us right I, now. You, you know what? You I, want to break bread I, and have breakfast, so, Coach. It's, it's so <laughs> I funny. Need to put him to work. We, yeah, we should, we should have just had him in here and uh, and just really get him to tell his story. Next time he's through, we'll definitely get him on the show. But but he he's really what I say about when I look at student athletes or when I look at people who are really trying to be their best, a picture of Jacob Young. Nice. You know? Nice. Or in the words of my grandfather, he was a long shot who just kept shooting. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll remember for a while whenever we showed up to film at the fields out here in PV, <laughs> and we were there just to film, and <laughs> and he's there putting in work. I yeah. Mean, he's running those hundreds, like, first of all, look, like runs like a gazelle, but he made it look so easy, and I'm just thinking to myself, I, I man, that was punishment to have to run 100 <laughs> back in the day. Well, well, you know, as a track and field athlete, that's what we say. We uh, say that our sport is your punishment. <laughs> but but Jacob was that a kid right. that you say, hey, look, here's what I'm going to need you to do when you're not with me. I need you to go out and run like 800, 100-yard sprints. And he'd do it. Yeah. You know, he, he'd just show up and he'd do it. I mean, like you said, we we show up filming because I'm working with someone else and there's Jacob Young running like he's crazy. Um, but, again, I think to be a professional at anything – no matter what you're talking about, whether it's a doctor, lawyer, I mean, whether it's digging a ditch, whether it's being an athlete, to be a professional, you have to be obsessed. Yeah. If you don't have that obsession in you, it's not going to work because the skill is the skill. Like, I mean, I keep telling, trying to get people to understand the skill that has nothing to do with where you end up. It's that want to, baby. Want to. It's that want to. <laughs> it's that willingness to prepare. Hmm. That that's gonna make the difference. I mean, come on, dude. Think about it. You play football, and when you go back and you think about high school, you think about all these kids that played, you know, before you that you thought were really, really good. They didn't go and play college football. And then you think about the people like ah, they were okay, but then they went and played college football, and, and like what they made the team. What? It's never, never about the skill, man. And, you know, let's go back to what we were talking about at the top of the show where you have the question of character, mm -hmm. right? And you talk about obviously accomplishing something well, doing it the right way. You're going to sleep better at night. We talk about Jacob Young. It's almost like compounding interest. When you talk about it, it's just continual success. It's like it's just a part of his ritual. It's a part of his habits, right? But uh, when you start to see a failure of integrity, when you start to see you brought up before the show we were talking about bass fishing we're talking about chess you find ways to, to cheat in chess right i mean like if you were to talk about a, a, an event that would be about character be about intellect it would be about who you are as a person chess might be pretty high on the list you would think right, right. and to hear that we're cheating in chess now so anyway the question is where does that start where do you see that starting and, uh, and I know we're not afraid to just call people out here and just say, look, what are we modeling? Where, how are we leading? You talk about mentorship. Well, at the end of the day, right, the fish, the fish thinks from the head. So whenever you are seeing people that are doing things wrong and you are afraid to correct those people, that's where it all starts. Like when, 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 when you're working, like, like I see it all the time, like in youth sports, like you see a kid, 
he's not showing up and putting in the work that he needs to put in because maybe he's he's bigger, right? He's he's so much bigger than all the other kids that, you know, he just feels like he can just kind of walk in and do his thing. Well, as a coach, what I know is if this kid doesn't get a foundation up on him, by the time he's 15 or 16, the kids that had to really work hard is going to kick his butt. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to quit because what he's going to say is people don't like him. And the truth of the matter is, as my, my grandfather would say, he didn't have no whoop on his butt way back in the day when he needed to. And so that's where, to me, it really all starts, right? Where it all starts is when you, when you start thinking that, that winning a, a, a championship at 10 years old the wrong way is really important, there's a problem. Because we don't give scholarships to 10-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? That's why you hear me say all the time, look, man, I'm not – I don't get jacked up about a kid till they turn 16 years old and been injured because all that stuff before there, it's just work. And so if you haven't learned how to do that type of work, if you can't come back from adversity, if you don't know what it's like to have to decide whether you really want to work hard to be something because now you're injured and you feel like you've gotten behind, come on, bro. You know how this game going to, it's, it's going to turn out bad for you. Yeah. And we see it all the time. Sports, to me, man, if we can learn so much from sports. I bet you didn't notice that 95% of all the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies were, were college student athletes. 95%. So what does that tell you? That sports teach you a lot about character development, about being able to stick through some stuff, I mean, it teaches you a lot, but we, we don't we don't look at it that like, way. you know what I mean? Like we don't realize that when we're born, you're born into this team. And so it all starts right there. Your environment's everything. What, I mean, what are you learning? And so at the end of the day, what do you want the legacy to be? Mm-hmm. That, that to me, when you talk about people not doing it right, they're not thinking about legacy. Yeah. Wait, what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah. When a kid looks at you, and say, hey, well, you know what? Coach taught me the right way to do it. He might have been mean, but he was mean to everybody. He might have been hard, but he was hard to everybody. Like, like every kid that's ever been in front of me that I've worked with, I try to, I try to do this one thing that I, my mentor, I had a mentor by the name of Dr. David Langston. He was a basketball player, played in the league, um, was from Port St. Joe, absolutely amazing. And he used to say to me, he said, Gunner, Whenever a kid leaves you, you never want a kid to say, I didn't know nobody told me so. He said, you make sure you tell them. And I took it to heart. So not only do I tell them, I show them. So even at my age, right, and you know, you're around my athletes all the time. Mm -hmm. Even at my age, what do they always want to do? They just want to outrun coach. If I'm stronger than coach, if I can outrun coach, I'm probably going to be okay. And I'm like, dude, I'm old. But, see, they know that I'm still putting it in, that they can challenge me. And, you know, they always want to challenge, but then, you know, uh, they, they don't quite do it. They're like, no, nah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. No, Coach, that's all right. You got it. But, again, I think that's leading with your life. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the, the other aspect of this is, is you, want, you talk about the environment you want to be surrounded with, but we don't hold our leaders accountable. <laughs> and we don't call them out when we see something – when we see something, we, we, Coach, we could be looking them dead in the eye and, and be afraid to tell them the truth, to be honest with them and, and just say, hey, you know what, that's not right. 
but that's but, not right because we don't want to hurt their feelings or because they make us comfortable because they give us what we want and then we're going to move on and and so we, you know if we're raising another generation we got to we got to be so mindful of that we got to be so mindful of the fact that how we do it matters character counts you know in the words of my papa right is right even if no one's doing it and wrong is wrong even if everyone's doing it so at the end of the day we have to make a decision right are we trying to be right or are we trying to be good? See, because you can do a lot of good stuff that ain't right. See, and that to me is what really happens. Mm. What really happens yeah. is people do a lot of good stuff, mm. but it ain't right. Yeah. Now, I can give you some examples. Yeah. Like, like people will see someone mistreating someone. No, no, it's not right, right? They can see it. Yeah. And they have the opportunity to say something, but they don't say anything. Yeah. So that's good that they didn't they didn't join in and say anything, but it ain't right. Yeah, you gotta have a voice for yourself ah, too come at on, the same dude. time, coach. Come on, dude. Yeah, you like, can't like, wait for somebody else to stand up for you. You gotta be willing to stand up for yourself. Well, it goes back to value, right? Yeah. If, if you know your value, you never loses your voice. Yeah. But when people don't know their value, what do they do? They be quiet. And what happens to leadership is this: so if I'm leading a whole group of people, and they're really quiet, well, I'm thinking as a leader, everything good. Man, when, you, when the people that you're leading are quiet, mm. things are real bad. Yeah. Because that means they don't have a voice. Yeah, they, they're going to smile lead, and nod. That's what I'm telling you. If you lead you a lot good. of people mm -hmm. and, and they constantly getting on to you about yep. some stuff, okay, yep. you ready. That's it. Because they're telling you're you the truth. You're in the sweet spot. There you go. You're right there in the sweet That's where you want to be, right? <laughs> yep. Because now you have an opportunity with their voices to be able to make some changes. But Man. when people are not talking, oh, get out of here. Mm. Come, bro, that is why... We are still fighting over the same things 400 years later. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yep. It doesn't make any kind of sense, coach. It does not make any, zero Z sense, coach. Zero sense. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we talked on the show about you have to be really intentional yeah. to stay divisive. Oof. You're telling me 400 years, we can send people to the moon, <laughs> but you're telling me 400 years later, we, we can't figure out race relations? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, at least in the 60s, 70s, 80s, like you had some projection of the future's going to be amazing. Coach, when's the last time you saw somebody project the future in a way where you're like, oh, my God, I, I can't wait to be there? See, because 400 years, where do you want to be 400 years from now? I, I don't think I've seen that in a long time. Well, coach. it goes back to what I just said. The truth of the matter is, once you get on the other side of the 70s, a lot of people did what was good, but they didn't do what was right. Mm. You got to just do what's right, man. You know, again, you've, you've heard me on the phone with my student athletes. Don't call me with no foolishness because I'm going to tell it to you straight, right? You've seen me in a corporate setting, speaking for companies. Do not hire me if you're looking for a guy that's going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm not that dude. Yeah, but how many times have you had parents come to you and say, my kid is doing this or that? And Early on, coach. They might be early on in the yeah. relationship. Like, may, may not have paid some rent here. <laughs> it, with that same story, like, on behalf of their kid. You're not talking right. to their kid. But then you, but then you do have a parent that'll say, "Coach, just talking to my kid. Just, just talking to my kid." But you tell them, "Don't bring me that foolishness." Is that what? Is, it, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Here's how it works for me, and yeah, and, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm just <laughs> you, my brother. You don't, you don't, you know how it works. Come on. The first session that you come in with me, 
right? Well, first of all, to get to me, you got to kind of know somebody that knows somebody. So you already know my background and how it goes down. So if your kid is not going to be a kid who's going to work hard, who's going to listen, I, first of all, you're not going to even come to me. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get those types of kids. You, you're not bringing them to coach, right? But after the first session, I do what I call the talk. Once we get done, I do the talk. And I talk with the kid. And then I talk to the parents. And the talk with the kid is simple. I want you to go home, shower up, eat, sit on the end of your bed, close your eyes. And I want you to ask yourself this question. How good do I really want to be? Now, if the answer is you really want to be good and you want to deal with what I'm going to give you, then you call me, not your parents. You get your parents' phone, tech, whatever. But you got to be the one to make that decision, right? Parents, here is the deal. This is how I work. I'm coaching. You, you, you didn't bring me in to now tell me what to do. And I, ah, that ain't going to work. Now, I'm hard, so if that's going to be a problem, we, we ain't going to jack. So I'm not, I'm not built for everybody because mm-hmm. I'm not a babysitting service. Mm-hmm. And, and me coaching is because I want to. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, see, I decided what I want my life to be like, right? So I created – my life which mm-hmm. was man i train because i want to train yeah you know what i mean and, yeah. and it's a sweet position to be in so what happens usually is if i get a kid and they're making a decision that's not decision they should make i now have my parents trained to be like you just be mom and daddy mm. the kid got to tell me about it there you see go. now they hate to tell they would rather deal with their parents on the issue than to call me about yeah. the issue yeah See, because I'm going to handle it way different than mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> and, and no different in, in the corporate environment. Oh, in the corporate all. environment, same thing. You got a, a CEO or you got a manager and you got a team member. They might start to come to you, but they're not going to stay with you long. <laughs> you, you can't because, because, because again, I, I'm in a great position because I've chosen to be in a great position by doing the work necessary to be in that position, which is I don't have to deal with headaches, but that's my choice. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have to be around people who are negative. That's my choice. And so what I've done is I realized that there was a price that was going to have to be paid by me to live the life that I wanted to live. Yeah. So I do it. And that ain't for everybody. See, a lot of people uh, say that kind of stuff, but then do the opposite of it. Mm. I'm not that dude. I'm, I'm not him because I want my legacy to be something different. I don't want my legacy to be that, hey, when things got hard or, or you know, when, when things, coach could have took an easier path to just, he didn't. I want to take the right path. Mm. And to me, the right path, just do it right, man. Just do it right and keep it moving. And it took me a long time to learn that and to get there. And, and man, and the price and the sacrifice. and I, Brother, but it was worth it. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just worth it because I really feel like my life is my own. Yeah. I don't need to keep up with the Joneses and all that stuff. What I need to do is use the gifts that I have because those are my gifts. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that every day, come on, man. I'm going to be all right. I love it, Coach. Well, we're about that point where we got to drop Coach's quick tip. What do we got, Coach? 
You know, I, really with my guy Jacob Young being in town, you know, it just brings back a whole bunch of memories of just watching him go through what he had to go through to ultimately be an MLB player. So my tip this week is be a grinder. Just be a grinder. Don't worry about what people are saying or predicting about your life. Be a grinder for your life. Fight for your life. That, that's, that's the tip. The tip is if you traditionally up to this point, to the sound of my voice, have not been the person who's been a grinder, who's been fighting for your life to be what you want to be, start today. And you just happen to cue that up with the in the background noise. We got some sort of grinder Grind. buzzsaw that's, that's happening. Right. But, like, it's, <laughs> come it's on all, now. Look, we call that a sign, J-Y. right? His new nickname might be the buzzsaw. That's it. The grinder, we, hey, one we, of the two. There it is. I mean, again, you know, there's a sign, right? Yeah, baby. Yeah, um, baby. But, man, as always, great show. I, I just – when we do this, man, I, I mean, if people saw us in the studio, they probably think we're crazy because we get jacked up. And it's just you and me in here. But you think we got like a million people in here watching us because we're so animated uh, about what we do. But uh, but that's passion. That's passion. It's the so. only gunner experience. I'm with my main man, Greg Dorsey. And at the end of the day, as we like to say, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>